Welcome to the Book Nook with Pastor Shay. Every week we're going to be reading a story together and talking about the ways that God shows up in the story and in our lives. Today we're going to read Thunder Cake by Patricia Polacco. Now this was one of my favorite books when I was a little girl, and I really hope that you love it now as much as I did then. One sultry summer's day at my grandma's farm in Michigan. Nope, start over. Okay. Grandma looked at the horizon, drew a deep breath, and said, This is thunder cake bacon weather, all right. Looks like a storm coming to me. Child, you come out from under that bed. It's only thunder you're hearing, my grandma said. The air was hot. Heavy and damp, a loud clap of thunder shook the house, rattled the windows, and made me grab her close. Steady, child, she cooed. Unless you let go of me, we won't be able to make a thunder cake today. The thunder cake? I stammered as I hugged her even closer. Don't pay attention to that old thunder, except to see how close the storm is getting. When you see the lightning, start counting real slow. When you hear the thunder, stop counting. That number is how many miles away the storm is. Understand? She asked. We need to know how far away the storm is so we have time to make the cake and get it into the oven before the storm comes, or it won't be a real thunder cake. Her eyes surveyed the black cloud. Sorry. Her eyes surveyed the black clouds away off in the distance. Then she strode into the kitchen. Her worn hands pulled a thick book from the shelf above the wood stove. Let's find that recipe, child, she crowed as she lovingly fingered the grease-stained pages to a crease spot. Here it is, thunder cake. She carefully pinned the ingredients on a piece of notepaper. Now let's gather all the things we'll need. She exclaimed as she scurried toward the back door. We were by the barn door when a huge bolt of lightning flashed. I started counting like Grandma told me to. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Then the thunder roared. Ten miles. It's ten miles away, Grandma said as she looked at the sky. About an hour away, I'd say. You'll have to hurry, child. Gather them eggs careful-like, she said. Eggs from mean old Nellie Peckin. I was scared. I knew she would try to peck me. I'm here. She won't hurt you. Just get them eggs, Grandma said softly. The lightning flashed again. One, two, three... Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, I counted. Nine miles, Grandma reminded me. Milk was next. Milk from old Kick Cow. As Grandma milked her, Kick Cow turned and looked mean right at me. I was scared. She looked so big. Zip went the lightning. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, I counted. Baroom went the thunder. Eight miles, child, Grandma croaked. Now we have to get chocolate and sugar and flour from the dry shed. 
I was scared as we walked down the path from the farmhouse through tangleweed woods to the dry shed. Suddenly the lightning slit the sky. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, I counted. Boom, baroon, crashed the thunder. It scared me a lot, but I kept walking with Grandma. Another jagged edge of lightning flashed as I crept into the dry shed. One, two, three, four, five, six, I counted. Crackle, crackle, boom, kaboom, the thunder bellowed. It was dark, and I was scared. I'm here, child, Grandma said softly from the doorway. Hurry now. We haven't got much time. We've got everything but the secret ingredient. Three overripe tomatoes and some strawberries, Grandma whispered as she squinted at the list. I climbed up high on the trellis. The ground looked a long way down. I was scared. I'm here, child, she said. Her voice was steady and soft. You won't fall. I reached three luscious tomatoes while she picked strawberries. Lightning again. One, two, three, four, five, I counted. Kabang, baroom, the thunder growled. We hurried back to the house and the warm kitchen, and we measured the ingredients. I poured them into the mixing bowl while Grandma mixed. I turned butter for the frosting and melted chocolate. Finally, we poured the batter into the cake pans and put them into the oven together. Lightning lit the kitchen. I only counted to three and the thunder rumbled and crashed. Three miles away, Grandma said, and the cake is in the oven. We made it. We'll have a real thunder cake. As we waited for the cake, Grandma looked out the window for a long time. Why, you aren't afraid of thunder. You're too brave, she said as she looked right at me. I'm not brave, Grandma, I said. I was under the bed. Remember? But you got out from under it, she answered. And you got eggs from mean old Nellie Peckin. You got milk from old Kick Cow. You went through Tangleweed Woods to the dry shed. You climbed the trellis in the barnyard. From where I sit, only a very brave person could have done all them things. I thought and thought as the storm rumbled closer. She was right. I was brave. Brave people can't be afraid of a sound, child, she said as we spread out the tablecloth and set the table. When we were done, we hurried into the kitchen to take the cake out of the oven. After the cake had cooled, we frosted it. Just then, the lightning flashed, and this time it lit the whole sky. Even before the last flash had faded, the thunder rolled, boomed, crashed, and baroomed just above us. The storm was here. Perfect, Grandma cooed. Just perfect. She beamed as she added the last strawberry to the glistening chocolate frosting on top of our thunder cake. As the rain poured down on our roof, Grandma cut a wedge for each of us. She poured a steaming cups of tea from the samovar. When the thunder roared above us so hard it shook the window and rattled the dishes in the cupboards, we just smiled and ate our thunder cake. From that time on, I never feared the voice of thunder again.
At the very end of this book, there is a recipe for my grandma's thunder cake. This is a true story that Patricia Polacco wrote about her grandma living in the Midwest. I encourage you to buy this book to make that cake the next time a storm rumbles. I also encourage you to remember that fear is a tricky thing. Being afraid doesn't mean that you're not brave. We are all afraid sometimes, and we all have good reasons to be afraid, especially during times like these. But it's important to remember that being brave is not about not being afraid. It's about getting up from under the bed. It's about going out and facing the things we fear when we can. And it's about remembering that no matter how afraid we are, God has got it. God has got everything in our lives and knows what makes us afraid. And he will be there at the end of each day, ready to share and smile and say, you were brave, my child. Thank you for being here with us today and sharing in the story. Remember each day to read a little bit, play a lot, and know that God is with you in everything you do. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please subscribe to our podcast. A great way to support us is to leave a review so that other people can find us and share their stories with us. This podcast was produced by Paul Romig-Levitt with music by The Hygiene's.